Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Right there, right there. Up. This is the game. Yeah. It's a uh, cat and mouse. Smoked a turkey. <laughs> yes. He is down. He is freaking down. Said he shot an absolute giant. Full session, baby. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another Fall Obsession podcast episode. I am Sam Thrash with Fall Obsession, your host for another week of our Fall Obsession podcast. Joining me in person, sitting at the same table as me right now, is the one and only person who makes our content look so pretty on our pages. <laughs> he edits everything for us, and that is our media production manager, Nick Powell. Hey, what's happening, guys? Glad to be here. Man, I feel like I just took way too long to introduce you. That no. took, I had it in my head, and it was way shorter in my head. So It took way longer to say. I think it say. sounded great. I just don't think it was necessary because oh, it was definitely necessary. you help out a lot I, when it comes to editing. I help out when you're out, like when you're, you're off hunting or doing cool stuff. I, I get stuck with <laughs> You've editing. You've done more cool stuff than I have I, I get year. stuck with editing podcasts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. All right, so... I'm going to change the script on us a little bit this morning. Um, as you know, we normally start off our episodes with some shout-outs to our partners. I will start off with a shout-out to Cinnamon Creek Yeah, because that is where we are at today. Um, per the norm for our in-person podcast, we are recording out at Cinnamon Creek Archery today in North Texas. Really awesome archery and pro shop facility, archery ranges and everything. Guys, if you're in the North Texas area, you need to come check these guys out at Cinnamon Creek. They also have a wild game processor and an event center. The wild game processor does some really top-notch work. I got a deer in here right now, actually, Yeah. Um, that I'm waiting to get the word on. But And, and, and on that note, man, they, are, they do such good work, and so many people in North Texas use them that I brought in my deer kind of toward the end of bow season, and they told me that the numbers that they're seeing so far are like mid-rifle season numbers Jeez. already. And it's not rifle season wasn't even open at the time. So, That's wild. So they are they are booming, 
and it's worth the wait to get your meat back here. They do some awesome, awesome products um, when it comes to processing your deer. So, and then the event center does a lot of cool stuff like um, corporate events, team building events, um, group bonds, lessons. They do a kids league night. They have um, archery tag when there is not a COVID-19 pandemic rum, running rampant through the population, bringing havoc to the human race. There's a hint of sarcasm in there, in case y'all can't tell. <laughs> a little sprinkle of sarcasm. Yeah. We're not going to talk about politics, religion, no, or COVID-19 We don't need that negativity podcast, in our lives. So, no. Get that out of here. Anyway. Get out of here. Come check out COVID. Cinnamon Creek. Tell God, uh, golly, I can't even say his name. Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> tell, tell Kyle <laughs> and the guys at the bow shop that uh, Fall Obsession sent you. Um, even if you're just passing through, swing on in. They're they're not far off of I-35W here not at all. north of Fort Worth. So, And now, normally, I would give a shout-out to Elite Archery right. at this point, who is a driving force behind Fall Obsession and our podcast. But I felt like Cinnamon Creek deserved that spot today. One, because we're out here and they're letting us use their facilities. Two, yeah. because this podcast, this whole podcast is about Elite Archery. That's true. We are sitting down here. We just got done shooting the brand new 2021 hunting bows, the Encore and the Remedy. Yeah, freaking and, bad. Yeah, and that's what we're. Wait, bad? You don't like them? Like bad isn't good. Oh, okay. Like bad bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Okay, yeah. you got to finish that. Oh, you can't. Okay. You can't just leave it. At I was bad. trying to be hip, and it didn't work. <laughs> Sorry, Larry. <laughs> we didn't mean it, man. No, they are very good. Yes, very, very, very good. very good. Yeah, very good. There we go. Now we're on the right track. <laughs> Top notch. Top notch. So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about, guys. We're going to really dive in today and give you guys our thoughts on these on these bows, what we like. We are even going to tell you what we don't like, and um, hopefully Elite doesn't pull their sponsorship as a result, you know. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It's not going to be that bad. <laughs> but uh, anyway... To start off, if you guys haven't already, you need to go check out Elite Archery. Yeah, EliteArchery.com. Bunch of info on there for you guys. Their entire lineup's on there, all the specs on them. Even if you want to play around with color combinations and patterns and stuff and build your own bow, there's a bow builder on there where you guys can uh, customize it to your liking. And, of course, above all, go to your local Elite dealer, shoot one, see what you think, actually get it in your hand and compare it to other bows in the industry. As uh, Larry McCoy told us in episode 14 of our podcast they just want to be in the conversation so mm-hmm. give them that opportunity and uh give them the chance to shine so but so we're talking about elite i want to start by introducing the lineup now i mean if you guys are familiar with elite you no doubt have already seen the uh the lineup and yeah. what they came out with but the the four new bows that they really kind of have front and center is the encore the remedy the embark and the result 36 they mm-hmm. had the result last year and they um came out with a new version a 36 inch version we're mainly just going to talk about the remedy and the encore though those are kind of the two bows that are targeted specifically for hunters yeah not that target archery isn't important but this is a hunting podcast so we're going to talk about hunting bows because we hunt that's Makes what we sense do to me so um real quick i want to give you guys some specs on those bows um it's been first off. It's been really cool to be able to kind of play around with them a little bit here at the bow shop and get yeah. it in our hands. Um, but we'll start with the Encore, thirty-three inches axle to axle, so kind of standard for most hunting bows. Six-inch yeah. brace height, um, four and a half pounds, bare in the hand. 
The draw length, I think this is really cool what Elite has done. It's it's a 23 to 30 inch draw length swing. Elite stopped doing the mod specific um, draw lengths where you have to swap out a whole piece on the cam to change the draw length mm-hmm. and now it's a, a sliding module which some guys may like some guys may not like i don't have an issue with it personally it gives it a lot more diversity makes it a lot easier to yeah. adjust that bow and change it and not only that's a huge swing 23 to 30 inches yeah that's so that, that'll cover most yeah it'll cover most except for your really tall guys which they have a bow for that too and we'll get to that in a second mm-hmm. but um so 23 to 30 inches a 40 to 70 pound draw weight so that can work for so many hunters out there yeah I know I'll use um, Nick Latham, our business manager, as an mm-hmm. example. Um, so last year, um, or this year, I guess technically, yeah, over the earlier. summer, yeah. we did our Cure Your Obsession series where we took Nick, we got a cure in his hands, and we got him all set up and situated and got him shooting a bow. Um, one thing that wasn't really captured, at least in the in the production, that we didn't show a whole lot of was – getting that draw length com- or excuse me the draw weight comfortable for him right um it it took some some getting used to and um for him and for getting the bow down to a weight where he could comfortably pull it yeah because he was green as they come when it comes yeah. to archery yeah they never like maybe pulled the bow back once or twice in his life yeah and so when you when you don't really know what to expect when you pull a bow back and it's 70 pounds that's tough yeah it's very tough <laughs> And we were able to back that thing down uh, a, a good amount for him to get in a comfortable range for him starting yeah. out. And, I mean, once once you get somewhere where you're comfortable, you can start building up. And then it, if you shoot consistently, it won't take long at all to, to get where you want to be. Right. So the let off is a 70 to 90% let off. You can adjust that um, based on basically with your, with your module. You can adjust that. And... I think it's it's kind of coming into standard for the industry to kind of be that 80 to 90% let off. So, but guys, what, what let off, for those of you who don't know, is referring to, when you draw a bow back, like if we say I have a 70-pound bow, which is what I have, when I am in the peak of that draw weight right there, that means I am drawing back 70 pounds. I have 70 pounds on my – I'm right-handed, so on my right hand. Mm-hmm. When I drop down into that valley, when the draw the draw cycle becomes easier – and I drop down that valley and then come to full draw and I'm locked in. That's what you call let off. The difference between your peak draw weight and your holding weight, basically. So with a 90% let off, for example, you draw back 70 pounds. When you're sitting there at full draw, you're holding seven. Mm-hmm. Like, or no, that's not right. That's 10%. I can't do math. Well, yeah, because they, they let off 90%. So you are only holding 10%. So you're I correct. Am. So yep. I was thinking about that correctly. Yep. You're right. Whew. Thought I messed up there <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> Math is hard, guys. <laughs> All right. So IBO speed, 340 feet per second. Pretty standard uh, in the industry as well. Again, um, I will I will tell you guys just from my own experience, and, and if you are a bow owner and you've ever chronographed your arrow, you know this, but... When they chronograph these things at the at the shop or at the factory, excuse me, um, they're taking a bare bow, maxed out, and the lightest arrow they can get away with shooting through that thing, and as little stuff on the string, and, and, and they they basically strip that thing down as far as it can go. 
to get as much as they can out of the speed to show the max that it can do. You're never, you will never see 340 feet per second out of that bow. Mm-hmm. You you will probably see a little over um, 300 on average, which is more than enough to kill anything in North America. Oh yeah. But that's just a little tidbit for you guys. That goes for any bow manufacturer, really. So, and of course, it's available in right and left hand options. So. Nice. That is the Encore, guys. Again, it's 33 inches axle-axle. Um, last year's Cure was 32. So if that gives you guys any kind of comparison right there, um, there you go. So we'll get to our thoughts on the bow. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give them the specs on the Remedy real quick because that's the other bow that we're going to really talk about today. Do it. <clears throat> so the Remedy is 34 inches axle-axle. So it's an inch longer than the Encore. Mm-hmm. It's two inches longer than last year's Cure, which was 32. Um, the brace height is 6.375. And, and guys, I'm saying these stats, I'm literally reading it off the website right now so that I don't <laughs> mess up. I'll be honest with you guys. But uh, three, 6.375 inches. So it's roughly a third of an inch longer than, than the Encore. Um, 4.6 pounds weight, hardly any different than, than the Encore. Mm-hmm. A 24 to 31 inch draw length swing. So again, if you're a, if you have a longer draw length, if you're a taller guy, then this can give you that extra that extra one inch that you might need to get get the draw length fit to you with yeah. with the remedy. So it has the same like the same swing, the same swing amount, just a different. It just starts and ends at a different yeah, number. Yeah, exactly. Um, also a 40 to 70 pound swing. So like we just talked about, um, that versatility that the, that draw weight swing gives the, uh, the remedy offers that as well. Mm-hmm. Also a 70, 90% let off against the same mod and the same cam elite really work to bring the same mod and the same cam kind of across their entire lineup so that everything is consistent. Their draw cycles are all as similar as they can make them. And everything as far as parts, pieces, and everything is as consistent as possible, easy to get. And all that kind of stuff. A little bit slower because it's a longer ATA and it's a longer brace height, 331 feet per second, which again, still plenty to kill anything you want in Absolutely. North America. It's nine feet per second slower than the Encore. So that is the specs again on the Encore and the Remedy, the 2021 bows from Elite Archery, which are the two that we shot. So, Nick, I'm going to let you start. Um, because I got the opportunity like the day after they rolled out, right. I came down here to shoot them and you, you live farther away. So you didn't get to join me that day. Yep. And today was your first opportunity to get them in your hand. So I'll let you start and we'll start with the encore. Okay. Tell me and our listeners, your thoughts on the 2021 encore. So I, uh, am shooting right now this season, I'm shooting the ritual 33, uh-huh. which is also a 33 inch axle to axle so it's exactly the same axle to axle as the encore so shooting it was very similar to the ritual that i shoot now um and first impression it was freaking awesome like i i enjoy my ritual a bunch and this encore is it's awesome i mean yeah it's it's a good bow it's an excellent uh it's smooth and it's everything you want in a bow yeah if you're looking um, I will say that it didn't, you know, bare bow when I, when I shot it, there was a little bit of vibration in the hand, but it, it wasn't completely, it didn't throw me off a whole lot, mm-hmm. but everything else about it, 
was super good. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about it. It was just yeah. super good, you know? Man, and I, I'll say, too, um, both these bows have the same set technology that Elite introduced last year with right. their Cure. It's kind of standard, becoming standard across the board for Elite now, which the set technology um, basically allows you to tune your bow without a bow press. Yeah. It allows you to adjust um, basically the, the angle and the, the pressure points on your limb pocket to tune your bow and adjust your cam lean um, to get that paper tune perfect to you. And you can do it in minutes, which is even cooler. Yeah. So that right there having that feature on both these bows the encore and the remedy is is huge Mm -hmm. as far as precision tuning and accuracy um i will talking about the encore i agree with you it's a smooth shooting bow i do think it has some similarities to the ritual i do think it has a different feel than the cure from last year i really do um yeah, exactly. And that's what you're shooting, so you yeah, you'd have. I mean, I've shot the familiar. ritual and the cure as well. Yeah, and I know you've. I mean, you haven't hunted with one, but you've shot, I have the, shot it. You've yeah. shot the cure. You know what I'm talking about. But the, the encore, I think, more kind of leans toward the ritual feel or feel. Excuse me. Yeah. Not feel feel. <laughs> than the, uh, than the, cure. I will second what you say about hand shock. Mm-hmm. A little bit of hand vibration, and I will. This is not me knocking elite. Um, there are bows out there in the industry, other manufacturers who have done a good job eliminating hand shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be the first one to admit that. But I would encourage guys not to get discouraged by it. Yeah, whether absolutely. it's Elite or whether it's another brand. I mean, you shoot a bow with a little bit of hand shock and it's a bare bow with just an arrow rest and a D loop on it to shoot at a range and see what you think. If you are seriously considering purchasing that bow or any bow, I would encourage to bring your current setup if you're just swapping accessories over or if you're looking at getting a new setup whatever kind of stabilizer setup you want to run i would encourage you to try and put that or something similar on there for your test drive basically Mm -hmm. so that when you actually shoot it you get a better feel for how it's going to balance what the weight's going to be like and if your if your ideal stabilizer setup is actually going to help you with the hand shock because if it doesn't, if it's that bad, which I don't think Elite is, it's no, not. No, not at all. If it, but if the, if it is a bow, not an Elite, that is that bad, yeah. then maybe you shouldn't buy it. But, like, for me, with the setup that I'm running, I uh, I have no – it takes out any kind of little hand vibration that there ever was in any bow. And I've, yeah. shot, I've shot three different brands of bows in my life, and not a single one of them has been 100% – hand shock free right not saying that there's not bows out there that that aren't or some people don't think aren't but i have i have yet to actually own a bow that didn't have a little bit of hand shock in there and every time my stabilizer setup has fixed it and the hand shock is very minuscule it's not like it's throwing the arrow or really it's it's not hurting my hand at all it's it's the bow is so awesome that something that's like one of the only things that i can point out that's negative yeah the amount of positive things in this bow strongly outweigh the amount of negative things. So I, I just want to clarify that, that yeah. it's not a huge deal where you're not going to be able to fix it. And if you are seriously considering it, like you said, don't let that uh, skew you away from it because it's yeah. not going to make that big of a difference when you get all your setup on it and 
all the accessories and everything else. And guys, really, other than the hand shock, I don't know that we have anything negative to say about this no, bow. No, not I, at all. I think you've heard it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you've heard the negative that we had to say, if, if you call it that. <laughs> it's it's very it's very correctable. It's it's not it's it is well. I say correctable. That implies an issue. It's not an issue. It's right. It comes down to your your overall setup and how you build your bow. Yeah, is what it comes down to. And if you build your bow correctly, it shouldn't be a problem. It won't be. No. <laughs> So, but I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll transition this into talking about the remedy now, mm-hmm. um, by the last point I'm going to make on the encore was a draw cycle because yes. that, that is probably the biggest well. difference that we saw between the two, mm-hmm. the encore, both draw cycles are very smooth, Yeah, but I feel like the encore, when you get to your peak draw, draw point, and then you drop into the valley, which is where it breaks over and. And it lets off. That's when you feel that let off. When you feel that let off. I feel like there's a lot bigger of a hump right there. And I'm using terms based on how it feels. There's not a literal hump (laughs) in your camera or your draw cycle, but that's how it feels. It seems like to me there's a bigger hump to drop down to that valley than there is on the Remedy. The Remedy is smooth, and then you just drop. It's like there, there is no... You have no idea the breaking breakover points coming. Yes. With the encore, you feel it. You feel it build, 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 really build, and then drop. Yeah, it's still smooth. It's more sudden. It's still smooth, but it drops. The remedy is like butter, in yeah. my opinion. So now I'm going to talk about the remedy because I freaking love the remedy. <laughs> this 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 bow is great. Yeah. So it is longer in brace height and axle axle, which I prefer. Mm-hmm. I sh- I have shot. Every bow that I've owned has either been 32, 33, or 34 inches axle-to-axle with the exception of one. One year I shot a 28-inch axle-to-axle. It was made by a different bow company. It was before, before our elite days now. Mm-hmm. And I love the bow. It was a good bow. And I had, at the time, reason to justify me shooting a bow that small. I'm a taller guy. I have a 29 and a quarter or a half-inch draw length, right. depending on the bow I shoot. So... With that being said, that short of a bow was not ideal for me. I made it work. I, I killed stuff with it, yeah. but it uh, it was not ideal for me. After that bow, I decided I'm never going to have a bow that small again. I love longer ATA bows because they provide more accuracy. I believe they're smoother. They are a little slower. You can see that. The Remedy's slower than the Encore. Yep. But I believe it provides more accuracy, especially at long distance. And you know how much I love shooting long oh, yeah. range. So, the Remedy is by far my favorite yeah. out of this year's Elite Lineup. I have lineup. to agree. I love the Encore. It's a good bow. But the Remedy is where it's at. The Remedy is what I'm going to be going with. Because because of the longer ATA and the more accuracy that is going to give me at longer range and the smoother draw cycle. The release itself, honestly, we talked about before the podcast, it, it feels the same. Yeah, they it, feel very it, similar. It, it's very similar. But that draw cycle is... Man, that's money. Mm-hmm. That is freaking money right yep. there. Yeah, and guys, don't just because we're saying these things, that doesn't mean it's going to be better for you. Right. So definitely go and shoot both of them. Get your hands on both of them and figure out what is going to be better for you because uh, shooting archery is all about making that bow fit your profile. It's not this bow is going to be better for everybody. Yes. So. We, Get out there and shoot both. Of yeah, them. we are giving you guys our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, and and we've we've said it in previous podcasts, and you guys are going to hear us 
say it again in future podcasts. We're everyday guys. We're just like y'all. Yep. Same struggles, same same situations, same everything. We just we have this avenue that we share it on. Um. So we're we are literally telling you guys this after doing what every bow hunter does when there's a new bow they're interested in. They go out and they shoot it and they think about it. That's what we've done today, mm. and we're sharing our initial thoughts with you yeah. guys after doing that. It doesn't mean that you won't come in here and pick out the the encore over the remedy or pick a different bow brand or yeah. may, maybe you know maybe you drank the kool-aid and you just completely sold out to another bow company you know mm. i mean people tell us that that we sold out you know or whatever <laughs> i mean i mean there's so many different angles that you can look at this stuff absolutely and it comes down to what you like what you prefer and what works the best for you elite works the best for us yep and we believe in their products. We've been using them for years now, and we have a great, on top of everything, we have a great relationship with the company, Elite Archery and the Outdoor yeah, Group. for sure. So, that, and that, I mean, that yes, that does play a part, but we wouldn't use products that we don't believe in. So, um, that that's why we're telling you guys all this. So, all I was to say, you guys come in here, go to your local bow shop, form your own opinions about these bows. Yeah, absolutely. We were both fans of the Remedy. I know our, uh, I'll use our good buddy, Derek Eves, as an example, shout out old D-Rock. Shout out. But you got you an encore coming, man, and that's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the bow you prefer, and you're going to shoot the encore, and I'm going to shoot the remedy, and you're probably going to kill bigger deer than I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> I was thinking on where to go from there. <laughs> So whenever you guys are coming in to buy a bow, and, and I will let me back up and give you guys a little perspective on where this is coming from. Yeah. I used to work at a bow shop. That, Which one? Well, we may or may not be sitting in it right now. <laughs> I used to work at a bow shop before I was a, a firefighter. By the way, guys, another rabbit trail off the rabbit trail. <laughs> um, you are getting Nick and I right now going on 30 hours of That's being true. together right now. We're both firefighter paramedics for the same agency. As yep. we've mentioned before, we had the pleasure of working with each other yesterday. Yeah. So this morning, we just got off of a 24 and now we're here podcasting together. <laughs> got so, some coffee, got some breakfast, yeah, and now so, we're podcasting. So you got both of us here going on 30 hours in each other's company. Mm-hmm. So we're we're wound up at this point. <laughs> we're we're wired, ready to go. Somebody should not have done that. Yeah, th- this is not a good on the plan- The planning committee at follow-up session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so where was I? Oh, I worked at a bow shop. Yep. Yeah, so I worked at a bow shop. So I got to see kind of the bow buying experience a lot from the salesman perspective. I've sold a lot of bows from a lot of different manufacturers over mm-hmm. the years. So I got to witness that. I got to witness people either coming in already knowing what they wanted and, you know, just, I, I want that bow. That is the one that I want. I don't want to shoot anything else. I already know I want that bow. You sell them that bow. Or you have guys come in that have never shot before and they want to buy their first bow. You know, you got to work with their price range and all that kind of stuff. Or you right. have guys coming in that, yeah, I've been shooting this for a couple of years. I want to upgrade. I don't really know what's out there. You know, I want to shoot all the all of them, you know, and, and form my own opinion. Guys, it's the best thing you can do. If you guys already know that you uh, what you want, like if, if you are an elite guy and you've always shot elite and you want an elite, come in and try the new elites. That's what we, what we encourage you to do either way. Absolutely. But if you're on the fence or you're not – 
loyal to a specific brand, I encourage you to see what else is out there. Even if you shot the same bow for a while, if you are open, shoot them all, man. Mm-hmm. Shoot them all. I shot one brand of bow pretty much from the time I got into archery up until about, I don't know, five, six years ago. I shot one brand of bow. And I never really, I mean, yeah, I worked at a bow shop, so I shot the others, but I never really thought about really trying to open my mind and think about what else was out there. Yeah. And then one year, it was after I no longer worked at a bow shop, I did. I was like, oh my gosh, this is freaking awesome. How did I not know this was out there? How did I not see this? So, and I switched. And then when the Elite deal came along and I shot Elites, it was the same thing. I was like, oh my gosh, how have I never thought about these guys? And then I switched again. I've been with Elite since. But there's so much out there, guys, and there's so many different types of bows different feels you got to find what works for you absolutely i feel 100%. like elite like i said we believe in elite's products we endorse them they they uh, sponsor and are partnered with us and i i have no doubt that you guys are going to shoot an elite if you never have before and you're going to love it but that's not to say that you shouldn't try them all yeah like we said at the beginning of the episode larry mccoy the man himself episode 14 go listen to it he tells us we just want to be in that conversation yeah they have faith in their equipment to do the rest and we do too so you got to give them that chance or any brand for that matter um and think about it don't go into a bow shop and just be like i have to buy something today now if you know what you want then yeah if you if that if that's the day to buy it that's the day to buy it mm-hmm. but if you are on the fence don't be scared to shoot them all, narrow it down to two or three that you really like, and then go home and think about it. Come back another day and shoot those two or three again. It's a process, and it's an investment. I mean, you got if you're a bow hunter, you know just as good as we do how much archery, how much it costs to get into archery. Oh, yeah. How much bows cost. It's, it's a lot. You guys should get what you want. You should get what you want. You should get what you are prepared to purchase, and and that is that's it. Yeah. And it's an, like I said, it's an investment. It's a bow you're going to be shooting for years. Make it count. Yeah, because you want it to be comfortable as well. You want it to be comfortable for you because you owe it to the animal that you're going to be shooting at to make it as comfortable as possible for you so you can make the best shot you can as to not injure or otherwise harm that animal in a non-lethal way. Yeah, exactly. Cause you want it, you want to be as, uh, humane as possible. I know it's a, it's real life. We are taking life. Um, but there's a humane way to do it and making sure, uh, you're comfortable with what you're shooting. Then that's what you should do. Exactly. It, it comes down to an ethics standpoint. Exactly. Um, it, it all plays a part in that. It doesn't matter what weapon you use. It, it comes down to that. So definitely you need to be comfortable with what you have mm-hmm. and have quality equipment to get the job done. So, 100%. All right, guys. So we, we've rant and raved about Elite for like a half hour now. So you guys are probably getting tired of us talking about them and really what it comes down to, like we said, at the beginning of this podcast is for you guys to go shoot them and form your own opinion. We can tell you as we have what ours are, but you guys need to form your own. I will say this about these elite bows though, before we wrap things up here at cinnamon Creek ranch, um, 
these bows have some really cool colors. Oh you yeah, can get them in so many, so much variety. Very much. So, first off, a little bit about me. I have never been a camo bow guy. I never have. I've never owned a camo bow. I've had ninja black bows, and then I had like a stone gray bow, and then I went back to ninja black when we switched to elite, and then I had not my cure was the what's it technically called the outdoor green as they call it. Yep. Um, which is really cool. Like I love that. It looks bow. sharp. It is a sharp looking bow. It looks better in person than it does on the website. I can I will yes, tell you guys that. But anyway. That real tree escape pattern, man, it's almost got me ready to switch to a camo bow. That camo pattern is freaking sweet. Yeah, and I, I like can say lot. that because at the, at, Lord help us that I don't, re- <laughs> I mean, regret saying this here in yeah. two weeks. From we have the a time. wood table you can knock on. There we go. So we're recording this podcast. It's probably going to come out two weeks after we record it mm-hmm. is probably when it's going to be released. At the time we're recording, we don't have a camo sponsor. I'm pretty right. confident we will not have a camo sponsor by the time this episode <laughs> comes out. But I really like the real tree yeah. escape pattern, so I will say that with confidence um, during this episode. That is a really cool camo, and it looks really good on this bow. The remedy, also, I I completely overlook this. It's basically a longer cure, is basically what it oh, is. Yeah, I mean the riser's built similar, and if, I mean if you really look at it, it's it's basically a 34 inch cure. Pretty much, yeah. Probably why I like it so much because I love the cure. Yeah. So, there you go. But how does just for our listeners, how does the draw cycle on the remedy compare to the cure? Similar, very similar in my opinion. Um, I I think that it has the same traits as in it's pretty consistent all the way through, and then it mm-hmm. just hits that valley. There's no hump or anything like that. Um, Maybe just because it's a new bow, I'm all about the Remedy's draw cycle, but in reality, they are very similar. Gotcha. Um, I would probably have to spend another half hour out there playing around yeah, between a Remedy sure. and a Cure to really tell which one is better. Initial thoughts, the Remedy, but um, very similar. Like I said, it's it's basically an extended Cure. Yeah, is, is what which it is, is nice. Yeah, very nice. Anyway, you can get these bows in Ninja Black. The Graphite Gray, which is the other color I'm considering because yeah. that is pretty sharp. Um, the outdoor brown, the outdoor green are cool. And then there's a couple of real tree patterns. You can also get the Kuyu Verde. 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 <laughs> so, again, we're not sponsored by a camo company, so we can say all these camo companies. Names. Yeah, it's really yeah. nice. But I think Drew actually got the, the Kuyu for his cure that he got. I so. want to. S- yeah, I think you're right. I was going to say maybe it's the Kuyu Vias. Did no, he got, or did he get the Verde? I don't know which one he got, but he got one of them, and it looks freaking amazing. So, Drew, you're listening. I know you are. Why have you not killed anything with your bow yet, bro? <laughs> you got to shoot something with your bow. Come on, man. We're waiting on you. Waiting to see that grip and grin from you, from you, Drew. Anyways, guys. Oh, just kidding. It's it is the Kuyu Verde because it doesn't even come in a Kuyu vice. Well, there you go. Bingo. Perfect. Anyway, guys, um, we'll stop ranting and raving about Elite. We'll let you guys go shoot them and form your own opinions about them at this point. Um, I do want to say and give a shout-out to all the other outdoor group companies that uh, have backed Fall Obsession. I mean, it's no secret Elite is an outdoor group company, and there are all these companies are on the same umbrella, Yeah, which uh, was very fortunate for us. 
um, to to get in with with all these companies and and have a good relationship. But I'll just say Scott Archery, CBE Sites, Slickstrick Broadheads, and Winner's Choice Strings are probably the the front runners behind us that we give shout outs to on social media and use their products the most dual game calls as well. But, um, guys, you got to go check them all out, especially, man, I really encourage you to check out CBE. I, I am really happy with my CBE site. Yeah. And, and I, Nick can tell you, my good buddy Chester can tell you, I am super picky when it comes to my bow and what I put on it. And that's, uh, that's being generous. <laughs> That's say, being generous. To okay. say super picky, yeah. Yeah, I am very picky when it comes to my <laughs> That's bow. more like it. <laughs> yeah, so I that CB, I, I run the CB Engage Hybrid, a five pin with a slider on it so I can reach ranges out to 100 yards. Again, I like long-range shooting. So I, I really love that site. It, it's done a lot for me. I'm going on, I guess, this is my second season, actually full season with that site. Mm-hmm. So... Man, I I love it. Yeah, and I put it on a bow, and I haven't had to change it. Like I I moved it from my ritual to my cure, and I didn't even have to change it. Like that's how freaking awesome. Yeah, that's it was. And I I expected to change it. It's a different bow, but it just worked out that way. It's very yeah. convenient. So all as I say, guys. Not only that, but they're even their lower end sights, like the the Tactic Micro. Mm-hmm. It's like seventy nine ninety nine MSRP, and it's like a metal design. It's super durable, has micro adjustment capabilities. Why would you not buy it? I mean, for real, we've given a couple of them away over the years yeah. on our social media. Man, if you're just looking for a basic bow sight, you got to go get that. You you get way more than your money's worth for that little sight, in my opinion. So um, really worth it. And then Slick Trick Broadheads, too. I'm picky about my broadheads. Yep. Very picky. That's I, fact. I test those things out. Hardcore when it comes to <laughs> picking a new broadhead because I want to know that at long range it flies just like my field points. Yeah. And the Slick Trick Raptor Tricks, their expandable broadhead, they do just that. There are pictures on our social media of the holes that they put through animals, like the doe that I killed um, a couple weeks ago, which we're going to talk about in next week's podcast episode. Yep. Um, Man, that slick trick raptor trick put a hole through that doe mm-hmm. and looked like somebody was dumping a gallon of milk off the side of her when that blood was pouring <laughs> out. Man, it was it was gnarly. So and and like I said, there's pictures on our social media yeah. to back all this up, guys, and go they're accurate. So go check them out. Slick trick standards, another good one for a fixed blade. I know our good buddy D Rock has given them a plug for that yep. one a few times on our podcast. Both times he's come on here. So yeah, we went to the Big Lake Bottom WMA. Yep, shot one of those pigs with a. Slick trick. I think it was a raptor trick. Yeah, you shot a raptor trick yep. through that that first one. So and it looked like somebody poured red paint out all over the place. It was insane, gnarly, man, gnarly yeah. and accurate. You can't beat it. So go check out the other companies they have. All of our partners are on our website. And with that, I will probably bring this to a close. Unless you have anything else that you would like to mention, Mister Media Production Manager. Nope, I'm all good. All right. Well, guys. Thank you for listening to another week of us babbling on and on and on and on. (laughs) We enjoy doing it, um, hopefully as much as you guys enjoy listening. Um, So I really, really appreciate you guys tuning in. Please continue to do so. If you have not already, hit that follow and subscribe button 
on your favorite podcast app, and you will get notified every time we launch a new podcast. We're on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and a bunch of other random ones that I can't really name off the top of my head, but those three <laughs> are the main ones, iHeartRadio as well. Yeah. Um, we're trying to get our podcast on Pandora, but they're being slightly difficult, so <laughs> stand by on that. <laughs> So work in progress. Our episodes, we also upload them to YouTube. You guys can listen to them on there. And of course, followobsession.com. All of our episodes are on there. That is the hub. That's where all of our content filters through. You can view all of our videos straight from our YouTube page. They are embedded there on our website. We also have some awesome apparel that you guys really should go check out. Yeah, for um, sure. And we got some more stuff coming. I will give you guys a hint. We have had a lot of requests over the past couple of years for a camo hat and we have been reluctant to make one and put one out there because we don't want to tie ourselves down to a certain camo pattern or company only to have somebody else come along and then we have a bunch of hats that we can't use right but we're going with a generic multi-cam camo to get one out there for you guys it is coming it is in the works we're going to make it happen yeah keep, keep an eye out for that our pronghorn country apparel line is pretty sweet. So Absolutely. if you guys have not already um, picked up a pronghorn country t-shirt, you need to go to our website and do that right now. Not only that, but I will sweeten the deal for you guys. This week and this week only, if you're listening to this podcast and you go to fallobsession.com, any t-shirt that you buy with the promo code podcast We'll give you 25% off. Dang. You can only hear that in this episode. It will not be anywhere else. So listen to this episode. I mean, obviously, you've been listening to this episode at this point, but 25% off. Go right now to the end of the week, promo code podcast. Get yourself a t shirt for 25%. Podcast mic drop. I can't drop my mic, man. I just just dropped it. That was awful. Wink, wink. That was freaking awful. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, (laughs) and you are the best at saying how comfortable our stuff is. So I've said it before, and I've said this exact thing before, word for word probably, but these shirts are some of the most comfortable shirts that I own, and I am I own a lot of shirts. Amen. It's kind of ridiculous how many shirts I own, but <laughs> these shirts are the most comfortable that I've ever owned, and so I wear them all the time, not just because I want to support this company because I love it, but they're super comfortable. Really good. Really super good. Good job. You did that well. Thanks. All right. So go pick up some apparel, support Fall Obsession, and I just gave you the opportunity to save some money this week and this week only. So head on over and do that. And then social media, if you haven't already, follow Fall Obsession on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We put out new videos every week that this guy right here edits and does an amazing job. Um, if you haven't checked out Outback Jack, go check out Outback Jack as well. He's pretty awesome. He's pretty a awesome. Good guy. Yeah, good guy. Love that guy. Yeah. So, and finally, on fallobsession.com slash podcast, that is um, where you can access all our podcast episodes from our website. There's also a form on there that you guys can fill out and send in suggestions, topic suggestions, ask questions, or if you just want to rip us a new one for something that we said, we will try to take your con- criticism constructively. Yeah. So if, if you're so inclined, you can do that from there. We do ask for your name, though, so no way around that. <laughs> All right, guys. I got nothing else. You got anything else, I got Nick? nothing. All right. Well, as I said before, thank you guys for tuning in. 
to this week's podcast. We will be bringing you guys another one next week. So stay tuned, follow and subscribe, and catch next week's Fall Obsession podcast. We'll catch you later. See you later.